And we're back. Another episode of Stay in Your Lane. Uh, my name is Namira Dorra. This is my co-host, my man, Lethal Bazargan, the technical guru, trying to make it, the guy that keeps this thing going. Uh, today is a very interesting day because we're going to go down a road that's, you know, less traveled, less known for a lot of people. And that is the road of cryptos, uh, blockchains. And we have a very good friend, a uh, very smart gentleman, uh, Mr. Faisal Shlash. Hi, Faisal. Hi, Namir. Hi, Leish. Thanks for having me in your podcast. Nice to see it's you, our bro. pleasure, man. It's been very a while. Nice to see you, man. Likewise. I know, man. So, so today, today we're really excited, man. We're, we're super pumped up. You know, uh, we've mentioned cryptos before uh, on a few of our other episodes. But I think, you know, having someone with your experience, your expertise is going to be really interesting. I think you can spread some interesting knowledge and some facts about what it is, how it works. Um, but before we get into that, I think, you know, you're part of a very interesting project here in the UAE. So it'd be really cool to kind of get a little bit of understanding on, on what you're doing and, and who you're involved with. Yes, well, I'm currently working with um, a crypto team in Dubai. Uh, the company is called Ion Group, and uh, they run the Ion token, which is basically uh, a token where you can use and fund businesses and startups, pretty much like crowdfunding. So there's different types of crowdfunding. There's reward-based, so you're into this new camera, let's say, um, and the you know the designer or the manufacturer doesn't have the fund to start it yet. So what he does is you know starts a crowdfunding campaign, and once he reaches the you know the amount he's trying to raise, he will. Uh, build these cameras and, uh, you know, send them out to the believers, the people who funded his campaign now, pretty it, much. Is that, it's, it kind of sounds like a Kickstarter kind of thing, right? Is well, yeah, that's, that's reward-based. What we're doing is equity-based. Okay. So it could be anywhere from real estate to restaurants, you name it. Uh, even with real estate, uh, let's say you own an apartment for a million dollars, but you, you literally need $200,000 now, you know, you just need money now. So you can actually, you know, put it on the run a campaign to raise the two hundred, and uh, let's say twenty people raised, you know, uh, the two hundred k. Yeah, they'll have shares in that plus. And well. it's and it's uh, done like that. Share division or inclusion is done using blockchain technology, and that's the difference. Like, is is that how it works? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, blockchain is uh, way faster and way more secure, especially when there's. Uh, a lot of money involved if somebody you know pledges a hundred k so that's a lot of money uh, websites can be hacked uh, so with blockchain things are tamper proof and unhackable in that sense so it gives you a bit of security in that sense okay because yeah. it's interesting i think i think most people now when when they look at the exposure around cryptos everyone just knows or hears of bitcoin ethereum Ripple, yeah. you know, th this is, I think, most people's experiences is that they just hear about this currency. I, I think a good... Yeah, the mainstream ones. Exactly. I think a good starting point is maybe if you could just kind of give a little bit of understanding of, of how it works or what makes it so different in terms of the blockchain element or, or how that world operates, if you, if you don't mind. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, uh, let's start with blockchain itself. Uh, so let's imagine if this is a block, you know, a single block. Uh, if I send Leith or Namir, 
let's say, one Bitcoin, it needs to go through miners and be recorded on a ledger, right? So once that's done, this transaction ledger will be stored here. So imagine one drop equals one transaction. Yeah. Um, let's use Ethereum as an example. So same thing I said, but they can always add smart contracts on top of uh, on the Ethereum blockchain. So once this block is fully mined, it releases a certain amount of Ethereum or or Bitcoin, and then we move on to the next block and so on and so forth. Uh, you probably heard about the the Bitcoin halving, by any chance? Yes. Yeah, so every what is it two hundred ten thousand blocks? Is that is that how it works? Yeah, roughly. Yeah, yeah it, it it sometimes yeah it changes, but uh, let, let's take it with years so like currently it's on every four-year cycle what happens so currently uh, we're mining 6.5 uh, bitcoins per block so once a block is mined it releases uh, mined yeah it's really it released around 6.5 uh, bitcoins uh, a week before i was releasing 12 bitcoins so you realize the supply is getting shorter and shorter yeah uh, same with the uh, ethereum as well so block in general yeah it's a ledger pretty much it's a distributed ledger uh, reason why people can't hack it because uh, the ledger is stored on millions of computers so you literally need million millions of people in the same time in the same second to hack a block yeah there's one if one block is you know somebody's trying to tamper with a certain block uh, the rest of the blocks will disagree and say sorry this information isn't correct mm. so and they'll cut so them it's off pretty much unhackable yeah, yeah. I, I heard i heard that in order to do any sort of tampering or hacking you'd need to have something like 50 percent of 51%. Exactly. That's what it's a major, majority of it, right? In order to be able to tamper yeah. it. So, which is nearly impossible, yeah, impossible at, this, yeah. at this point. But you, you mentioned, look, yeah. there's so many questions, right? And, and guys, I'm sorry if, if the flow yeah. and my brain works in a very awkward way. So I'm going to just kind of throw questions as they come in. When, when you mentioned Ethereum, you, you touched on or you yeah. mentioned a, a specific point, which is the smart contracts on top of... Yeah. The transaction itself. Now, now, what is a smart contract? Just exactly. for people to understand that. Yeah, so the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum uh, is massive. I mean, I always tell people if they were born on the same day, Bitcoin and Ethereum was released or launched on the same day, Ethereum would be way ahead of Bitcoin. Uh, for the core reason of, uh, you can do things with Ethereum. You can build tokens on top of them, uh, different ideas, contracts, and you can use it with every single industry you can imagine. So with smart contracts, is let's take a you know a small example. Um, let's say healthcare. Um, somebody in Australia is um, sick and requires a surgery, but at the moment in Australia nobody can actually do the surgery. So he has all his medical files stored with the you know with the doctors. Yeah. So he will have to take it and then go to Germany to do that surgery. Uh, so. Smart contracts, it gives you that security in a, in, a, in a private key and a public key. So you can give access to the doctors globally to look at your case. Yeah. Uh, because if you go to a private doctor, he doesn't want to share that information. He's already, you know, spent hours researching and doing all this. And then you got your medical report there. He's like, he's, he's not going to share it. maybe. Mm. But this gives you the rights to, to access. You choose who can access something or not. Uh, another good example is organic food. Um, you can go to an organic store, but how do you know 100% if this apple is organic or not? Yeah. Um, so there's a, a smart contract put in place where the whole, uh, let's say, supply chain is connected. Okay. So basically from the farmer, he scans, he, he puts a sticker, a barcode, let's say, on a QR code on all the oranges and everything. Then they're shipped to another country. Then they're stored in a fridge for maybe two days. Then they're distributed to supermarkets. 
through an app uh, and through smart contracts, you'll know exactly where this product has been and how long it took and where the final uh, retail place is, where you can actually find this orange. Uh, and and so, you can, so basically you can trace back the history. Exactly, the whole logistics, even which airlines it's been on or it has been shipped to whatever, you know. And, and so, is it like, because yeah. I'm, I'm, again... Just to try to look at the advantages of it, like one of the cool things yeah. that I that I've understood from it is that it's public, right? It's, you're, you're anonymously yeah. out there, and there's many layers of checks, so everyone sees everything. And and I it, guess it that yeah. is that correct? Like, is that a, a I mean, with blockchain, no, it could be used anonymously or not. I mean, uh, banks use blockchain now, and then and they know who you are, they know your full name, your address, and everything. But they use the technology of because it's secure and it's faster. So they only use blockchain for that. But it could be used to be anonymous. A lot of people get it confused. Uh, as in blockchain, it could be illegal or it's, you know. It's one of the concerns, of right? It. I think it's one of the concerns. At least yeah. I think that the traditional banking system obviously has incentives yeah. to, to fear monger around blockchain around cryptos because yeah. ultimately i feel as though and maybe again you can correct me if i'm wrong but i think one of their concerns is that it's not meant to be regulated it cannot be regulated it's kind of counterintuitive to have it regulated is that is that correct it can be regulated blockchain i mean anybody you know if you have the resources you can build your own blockchain mm. uh, so there's banks using it yeah visa visa just uh, visa just uh, yeah. announced that they, they have their own uh, digital currency which i'm assuming is some sort of blockchain yeah they have to because the reason why is visa can uh, handle 24000 transactions per second so when you come to the crypto sphere you've got eos and many other uh, cryptos that can run uh, 100000 um even the target is to reach a million by end of the year a million transactions per second Wow. Visa is ahead in the game when it comes to, you know, the competition between MasterCard and Visa. Yeah. Uh, but 24,000 uh, is not enough these days because you've got the blockchain, uh, which is really high speed and really secure. Uh, so Ripple, Ripple is centralized. It's not decentralized. A lot of people get that confused as well. Okay, that's what that's what uh, I was gonna. Use Ripple. Yeah, I was gonna exactly. I was gonna ask that because yeah. that's the way that I understood Ripple is that Ripple is different from the rest of the cryptos in that. It's uh, yeah. more of a sy systematic or, a, you know, more relatable to the banks. It's controllable. It's a closed space in terms of where yeah. their currency exactly. operates. Yeah. And nobody's really anonymous. Uh, even when you come with, I mean, to Ethereum, really, if I know your address, uh, if I want to send you to Ethereum's, you'll have to send me your address. I can go to etherscan.com and put the address and see how many, how many transactions have you done and how much you carry. So it's not really anonymous in that sense. Uh, Monero is the only, probably one of the only uh, cryptos that are fully anonymous uh, and secure. That's Interesting. So privacy too. Really, mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't realize that because I think that was one of the things that they kept yeah. mentioning, and I guess that's some of the misconceptions yeah. that are out there. So it isn't. Yeah. So, so people can see how much Ethereum that I hold. So I have, for example, now uh, a wallet, but I have an external wallet, right? So it's a, yeah. it's a ledger. It's like a USB. So I, yeah. I use Coinbase to do my transactions. Then I take and it off on of, the cold storage. Yeah. yeah. And then I go and I put it exactly on that. And then I store yeah. that away. Can people see how much transactions I've done? I, I know that Coinbase actually yeah. keeps a ledger uh, of my yeah. transactions and what I've taken out and put into my wallet. But is that public information? 
Yes, it is, but I mean, there's no name attached to it, right? Mm. So, I mean, with Coinbase, they probably know because you've done your KYC, so they know who you are. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I mean, but if you send me send me tokens, uh, you'll need my address, and you can copy paste it, put it on EtherScan, and see how many transactions you can do. But then you can, you know, that you can get people confused. I mean, you can switch it to another wallet, then another wallet, and people, you know, because there's no name attached to it; it's just numbers and letters, so yeah. you don't know. Uh, at the end of the day, you don't know how much Namir has exactly because you can actually switch it in five minutes to another wallet, right? Interesting. Uh, yeah, and there, yeah, and there's different wallets that change addresses every five minutes. So, look, you know. I, I'm quite intrigued to, to see what your perspective is. Is, is. Do you think? I know it's like a it's a long shot, and I, I don't expect you yeah. to be absolutely correct. We'll probably look back at this video and hold you accountable, but. We'll deal with we'll deal with that road in the yeah, future. No <laughs> yeah. But do you yeah. do you feel as though the future is some form of blockchain or crypto, and and that fiat currency or currency as we know it today it will be non-existent, or you think there's a place where they can coexist? Like, what do you how do you envision it in the future? I envision actually it's it's happening now. Everything's happening around us now. Um, I am optimistic. Um, yes, it is a revolution. A lot of big sharks and whales will be upset mm. uh, because they're kind of late to the game in that sense. Nobody's late, but people with you know huge financial backups should have joined earlier. I mean, that's where the markup is, where you make profit. Um, it's utilized now. Uh, I have a cryptocurrency credit card by Visa. So okay. I can go out to any supermarket and spend my Bitcoins and Ethereum or whatever how how does that work with all the fluctuations that are happening within Bitcoin specifically? You live with it, I guess, like like foreign yeah. currency, right? It's just a, it's like you have a dollar account and you do a transaction in a in an unpinned. So, so for example, here today we're we're pinned on the dollar in the UAE. But for example, if you go yeah. to I don't know somewhere that isn't Pakistan or uh, you know there. You're floating. Yeah. So if you have a dollar account, or, or Kuwait isn't Kuwait a money basket? Yeah, so? exactly. Kuwait is, uh, a, is another example. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So so so, so you can, can use it. Go ahead. Go I ahead. mean, uh, let me sorry to drop, but I mean, to utilize it, you can. I mean, see differences. I'll come to the differences between tokens and coins. But let, like, let's stick to coins now. Um, you can spend it anywhere, literally, and it's Visa. It's by Visa, anyways. Yeah. So uh, there's crypto.com, MCO, they have a credit card. 10X, I got that three years ago, it stopped working in this region, but when I travel, I can use it. Um, and the way it's done, it's, it's connected to an app. So you'll know if you want to spend it, use, use the, the card today or not. So let's say Bitcoin went up 20% this week, I'll use it, you know, but if it's done, I'm not going to use Bitcoin specifically, I'll use Litecoin or, or something else. So you can control uh, what currency? That's yeah. So each yeah. credit card is a specific crypto, or is it like no, when it's you're a doing bunch the of currencies? So you list it. Okay, so yeah. so so when you're doing the transaction, you say, okay, I would like to use the Litecoin this time. I would like to use the exactly, the or leave it on hold, and we'll select the best currency to use now at the point you of know? sale. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Ah, that's yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to know more? Yeah, please. Uh, I'm like, buy, this is, you can, this is you, cool. You can buy buy an apartment here with Bitcoin legally. Really? There, yeah. I mean, you know, New Zealand, I'll, I'll tell you about New Zealand. It's the first country in the world that you're allowed, legally allowed to pay your employees with cryptocurrencies. 
and it's taxed, it's fine. I mean, fully legal. Okay. So if I own a barbershop and have staff, I can pay them with Bitcoin if I choose to. Legal. Shout out to our Kiwi friends. Faisal, you're Kiwi, aren't Go you? New right? Zealand. You're, yep. you're, you're part of that. <laughs> the the little brother yeah. of uh, the, the Aussies. I know that's a little offensive, isn't it? Yeah. I had to. Yeah, but we're better than rugby and everything. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) guys, guys, all the Aussies. Hopefully, we have a few Aussies watching it, man. You can, you know, make your comments, explain why you think you're better than the Kiwis. But right now, we got to show some love to the Kiwis. New Zealand's winning, man. We're winning. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you can use it. Anything. Booking hotels. Sorry, like yeah, booking hotels. Uh, There's different websites who are crypto based and blockchain based where you can book, you know, your holidays uh, with crypto. So. There's no shortage of that to utilize these coins. You can either use it like gold, gold or silver. You know, it's like a financial investment in stocks, or you can actually utilize it. So it's a it's a win win, really. You know, yeah. Wow, because I mean, look for me, it's yeah. just like um, when I invested in Ethereum. Uh, t- to be honest, I never bought into Bitcoin. I see Bitcoin. My issue with Bitcoin is I see it like gold. Yeah, I don't see it as a transactional future thing. I think it's just a, a store of value, an asset. It's an asset. Yeah. 100% right. I, yeah. yeah, Ethereum, from my understanding, my very humbled and simple understanding, seems to be something that, as you said, with the smart contracts, although I don't really understand it, and with the 2.0 yeah. version coming out now as well and all these improvements, and I've heard that it's much more efficient even in transactions. Like it does it in split seconds or in a, in a you know, a, a lower amount of time. than It's the scalable as well, yeah. And it's yeah. scalable. Uh, let me, yeah, I mean, smart contract, I'll make it easier. It's an if and, the, if and then. So if I receive that, then you receive that. So it's, it's a simple equation, a smart contract. It's if I receive this Apple, you will get $2. Or it's like Amazon delivery. You know, so if I receive this, then Amazon get paid. But there's no way so to screw. Just, there's no way to screw that. And if I receive and I don't want to exactly. give, you can't. You can't. No, do even that. if you receive, then you lie to Amazon, dude. I didn't receive. I mean, it doesn't work. So it's so it's gonna be. You need to scan. Like my side, I will have to scan. So blockchain is informed. Yeah, this guy received it because I have the private keys. Nobody can hack it. So it has to be me who's done this. Okay. You know? So now with fake signatures, like my neighbors will receive an Amazon, let's say, you know, a package and they will sign it up. I mean, nobody cares. Nobody get, get back to Amazon. It's like, dude, you receive. So with blockchain, there's no way this could happen. Now, forget about Amazon. Uh, think about the million dollar products, trades and, you know, logistics. It's it's every industry, literally. Uh, yeah, it's really blockchain works with it. Because I was, I was, I don't know where I heard this. I have no idea if it's accurate, but I heard like right now today, the most efficient way to send money is to actually put it on a plane and send it physically to a bank. If you can. If you can. But like, if you think about it, it makes sense, right? When you do a transfer online, unless it's a transfer to a a bank that's from the same, you know, a bank to bank, like you're HSBC, I'm HSBC, and it goes through. But in most cases, yeah. it takes like what a, a week, three, four, five yeah. working days. So yeah, it is maybe maybe. So so I think that's one of the advantages of the crypto is the fact that it's just like boom, it just happens, right? Yeah, it's instant. Um, it's instant and it's really cheap. I mean, if I have to send money to my New Zealand bank account, uh, they will take around was it thirteen to fifteen dollars US dollars just for the transfer. Even if it's a hundred dollars or a thousand, I think you know it's a fixed amount. Uh, it will take three to four working days, so including weekends. 
You know, it takes forever. Sorry, this might sound, I can do it in a split second. This might sound like a stupid question, but in, in that scenario, who's making money off that transaction? Is it Ethereum or is it the person that's doing no, the miners. transaction for you? The miners. miners. Good the, question. Yeah. Miners. Let's talk about mining. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Interesting. So now explain, explain mining. Like uh, you lend space of, of your server to create or process transactions and you get rewarded for it. Is that, is that a. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got in, initially, I got into mining before knowing much about cryptocurrencies. Uh, I, I, I thought I needed to learn the technical side before understanding, you know, the economics and the finance side of things. So I got into mining three and a half years ago, uh, specifically Ethereum. Like you said, Bitcoin is is just, I think it's kind of useless in that sense, just like gold. Yeah, you know, it's, store value. Store, store value. it's too slow. Yeah, it takes 10 to 12 minutes to send you Bitcoin. Uh, and the cost is high to send it. You know, it could cost up to $10 as well to send Bitcoin. Interesting. You know? So if, yeah, if you want to send 20, uh, they'll actually deduct 10 out of me. I'll explain why later. So that's where mining came into it. So I got into mining there. Pretty much graphic cards, gaming graphic cards like NVIDIA or AMD. And um, you download the software and you mine. So I was like, okay, let, let me do it. Uh, so what happens is, like like, like I said, if I want to send Namir uh, two Ethereums, it needs to go and be ledgered pretty much, you know, on a distributed ledger. So it goes through miners and uh, the, the miner receives it. It's all automatically done per second. You know, it's, it's really quick. So you receive a job. Okay, ledger, this address is sending to this address, save. Move on to the next transaction, next transaction. And you get a tiny, tiny amount of Ethereum for every transaction you do. So the reason why is it's called proof of uh, work. So I'm actually working and spending money, electricity. I had to buy these mining rigs, machines, set them up. And electricity is really expensive. I mean, it does drain electricity. Uh, so hence, here's your reward. Thank you for you know validating my transaction. Um, I'll get 0 0.0001 Ethereum. Uh, okay. Yeah, uh, it used to be profitable, uh, really profitable back in the day. But, you know, algorithms, they get more difficult. Uh, it I takes mean, that's more. That's how the ecosystem is. Yeah, more energy, yeah. more. And that's, again, yeah. for all the environmentalists out there, I think that's one of the concerns and one of the questions around this crypto space and this blockchain space is, is it? really as harmful because i think that's one of the negatives that's put out there i don't know how accurate it is but the amount of energy used to process all of these transactions is it is it sustainable uh, it's actually like six percent of how much electricity it takes to print money uh, run banks <laughs> if you think of it that way that's a very good statistic it's a good angle yeah that's yeah. a very good statistic there you go Shh. Six percent only. <laughs> so there goes that environmentalist yeah. argument. All right, not only okay. that, it's it's COVID friendly. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, it, it's it has nothing to really do with environment. But I mean, if people are interested in mining, I recommend you know if you have access to free electricity or you use solar panels, you know, or whatever windmills. I don't know what they call them, but. Uh, yeah. Then it's 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 worth it. Um, I was lucky. We had, you know, for a good year we had free electricity. Don't ask me how we managed to get it legally. And um, yeah, so we 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 did well with mining, you know, at that time. And uh, I think yeah, I switched off the machines later when the price went down. So when I got into mining, mining was seventy seven dollars in Ethereum. Uh, okay. Six months later, it went up to a thousand three hundred fifty. 
I remember that. Wow. That was what, 2017, yeah. right? When it, when it went. Uh, yeah, so I started around June 2017 mining. Uh, January 13th was the peak, I think, of 2018. Of 2000, uh, exactly. 2300. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the ROI was literally in a month. I mean, I got money back for the four machines and we kept the running. And, uh, and and I think we, we touched on it prior to, to us getting on the call, but I was reading and I had mentioned it, uh, I think the last in, in one of the podcasts previously about uh, yeah. st- staking, how Ethereum 2.0 is kind of evolving into this new uh, way of producing yeah. or loaning. Can you can you explain that? Like explain that that shift? I know it's coming soon, isn't it? It's uh, They're talking yeah. within the year. Yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, they're saying probably around the end of July. Uh, nothing out officially, but just leaks. Um, yeah. And, you know, uh, so basically, currently, with Ethereum, it's, it's doing good, but people are complaining it could be a bit slow. Um, it's kind of limited in certain things. So, and they want to avoid the whole mining issue. Because mm-hmm. uh, yeah. people are, you know, they're into phases. So, uh, you know, let's mine now. And then they decide to stop. And then other people are mining. So we can't have all the miners consistently, you know, working together at this moment. So mining is, is, is proof of work. What we're moving to, Ethereum is planning to move to is uh, proof of stake, the uh, POS yeah. stake. So, uh, so it's basically the same thing, validating transactions, but only certain people can do it. So you need to hold a certain amount of tokens. The minimum is... Uh, 32, uh, sorry, uh, minimum amount of Ethereum. So yeah. minimum amount is 32 uh, Ethereum. Yeah. You'll have it on a wallet. You need to eventually download the software or something. And um, you get interest in return. So yeah. that's what it was. talking about the first three months. Yeah. Yeah. They were talking about it and they're saying something in the range yeah. of what, six to 10% interest on, on is, is what they're projecting initially. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon it will be higher initially, the first three, four months, because there won't be many people on board initially. Like, they won't know about it. You know, even if you're into Ethereum, but look into it once every month, you might not know. Uh, so it's always, you know, the hardcore fans will be into it, uh, will, which will be a limited amount of people. Uh, and uh, so they're expecting up to 20% initially, the first three, four oh, months. Wow. And then the more people get, get on board, of course, the, you need to share the wealth now. Yeah. And uh, the percent will go down. But I think the promised amount is between 3 to 5% in the long term. I mean, worst case scenario is 3 to 5 Best case scenario will be around 10 yeah. Now, one of, I've seen a couple of arguments about this. But one of the, the concerns around the staking concept is that mm-hmm. it may create a division of wealth, right? So the people that have the most yeah. can stake the most and in return gain the most. And that could potentially fuel a cycle where it's uh, unequally distributed. It, it, do you think that is a understanding it obviously in a much yeah. more complex way than I do in my simple mm-hmm. my simple mind? What do you think? Yeah. Like, do you think that that is a potential? No, I disagree because I mean, same with mining. Uh, China has the highest mining power globally, around fifty-two percent uh, of the mining power or the hash rates globally. So this is you can apply the same thing there, you know. Maybe China will have 51% of, you know, the Ethereum uh, state. So it, it won't change much. If anything, get on board earlier. I mean, the price of Ethereum will definitely go up because it's, it's state. There's less Ethereum circulating, right? Yeah. So get into it now. It's around $200. Uh, 
roughly. I just bought. Um, I just bought recently. I just upped my stake, but I st- yeah. I'm, I'm holding like it's a very small part of my investment portfolio. I think I have altogether maybe yeah. like I don't know ten Ethereum's now, something like that. So not I'm not holding huge. Is that the only cryptocurrency you're holding? It's the only, yeah, that and, and I do hold Ripple, but I hold Ripple on, on an exchange. So I don't physically own the Ripple. Yeah. Uh, I own it okay. through eToro. So it's ba- so that's another yeah. thing that people need to understand. There's two ways to own cryptos and sometimes people get confused, right? So there's a physical way. So when you have a wallet uh, or, you know, and you physically own that, so that's really yours or you're participating in an exchange where you're basically going into an agreement with that platform, in this case, Etoro, and you, and you agree on a price of a buying price, and they promise you that when you come to sell, they'll give you the market price at that moment, but you're physically not owning it. That's historically more risky. Yeah. If they collapse, yeah, you're putting your trust in them. In an, the broker. Yeah, in the broker or in the entity to to actually, you know, deal with it. And there are have been cases of collapses. Yeah. I, I went to Ituro. I'd heard really good things about them. Uh, so, I, so I did that. I hold quite a bit of Ripple, actually. I, I still feel as though that at that time made a lot of sense to me. What do you think, Annie? I, I think it has a lot of potential. I think it's completely undervalued. I bought Ripple again recently because it's at 20 cents now. Um, and, I, and I think yeah. I suspect it'll be at least three or four dollars at some point. So I don't know. Uh, w- what's your feeling about it? Not the biggest fan. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Many reasons. <laughs> tell me. Give me the <laughs> reason. Well, might as well tell literally me. Literally, the only crypto I'm not a big fan. I don't hate cryptos, any cryptos, but literally, that's the only one I'll wow. get close to. Uh, many reasons. First of all, it's the opposite of the concept or uh, Satoshi's vision, you could say, you know. Uh, uh, they're centralized. Um, I mean, they solved many issues in terms of standard charted use them, few banks use them uh, for uh, exotic currencies, if you want to transfer between them, also to transfer money overseas. I mean, they use blockchain and, and Ripple to fuel it uh, in that sense. So you need Ripple to, to send money. So how much Ripple do you need? Nobody's going to pay over a dollar. You know, I mean, there's no point of Ripple. I mean, if you use Ripple, you don't want it to go up as a bank. Because let's say it requires one ripple to send the transaction, all right? Yeah. Uh, because it's at sixty cents, let's say. Yeah. Why would a bank want to spend five dollars to send this transaction? You know, I mean, the use case of ripple, yeah, you don't want it to go up. Banks or people shouldn't be happy <laughs> that it goes up. People will use it, but if you want to make a quick buck out of it. Mm. Yes, it could go up, but how much could it go up? I mean, the, the, the threshold is literally, I think, what is it, $5 max. It'll never go above, you know? You've just uh, shattered. The rest of the sky's the limit. You've just shattered <laughs> all my visions of sitting on a beach, enjoying, you know, my retirement off of my Ripple investment. <laughs> Thank you very much for your sign. Your private helicopter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I always get private helicopter. People laugh at me. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, Maybe look, one day. To be honest, after the, Co- after the Kobe incident, I don't know, man. Yeah. God rest his soul. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know how I feel about helicopters now. I actually thought about it. Yeah, helicopter. I'll, I'll stick to yachts. Man. Yeah, exactly. So. I'll take my chances yeah, with the sharks. Like, I'll take my chances yeah. with the sharks is better. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, thanks for thanks for ruining that for me. I really appreciate that very much so. just ask and like join communities like uh, you know you're not born knowing this stuff so it's the more you research right so 
I advise people to get into communities. Telegram is, is the best. What are, what are the, some of the communities uh, or forums you think people should subscribe to or follow? Or if they're interested in this. If they're yeah. interested. Like I'm, I'm somebody like yeah. me. Um, I've tried to do some yeah. research and I get to a point where I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I can't. This is way above my head. Because it's it's not yeah, it's not it's okay. not it's not easy like it's not practical for somebody to just enter it and, and figure it out you know no when you explain it now now I'm I'm seeing I'm I'm hearing a lot of insight I'm understanding more of what things I should yeah. look for but it's not intuitive enough for somebody to sure. to pick it up right away very true sure it's not easy and there's a lot of terminologies as well I mean first thing you do is probably just you know learn a few terminologies there's a lot of websites for it yeah. uh, the way I started this I went to coinmarketcap.com. So it's a good website. It's like the encyclopedia for cryptos, uh, pretty much, and it's got the live prices and and everything. Coin Coin so Market Coin Market dot com. No Coin Market Cap. Coin Market C A P. Uh, coin Market Cap dot com. Yeah, or Coin Gecko. Check it out, guys. Check it out. Check it out, guys. Get yeah. some get some information there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So the way I did it was I was like, I'm going to learn about two cryptos on a daily basis. So it takes me 15 minutes. I did it for a whole year, you know, so wow. literally I won't skip, skip a day. If I skip a day, I'll learn about four, you know, the day after wow. to make up for the day I missed. So, uh, because for me, it was just, you know, a virtual coin. Simply when I first started, I mean, okay, uh, do I trust it? I don't, but then I, whenever you go, so I'll, I'll select coin rank number eight, you know, whatever it is, yeah. I'll click on it and see what use cases, why do I need this? How is it different than Bitcoin? How is it different than anything else? Yeah. And uh, yeah. And is there a demand for such a coin or a token? I mean, so you always look into there's, you know, in the music industry, you can buy tokens to listen to music or maybe listen to that song before the rest of the people. So you, there, there, there's many, many reasons, you know, each coin has, or a token has a utility. Okay. Uh, so yeah. So with my, you know, learning, I was like, okay, maybe this business, you know, looks like it's going to grow in the future because of demand or supply or how, uh, you know, the medical industry is heading towards, you know, uh, or banking. I was like, yeah, maybe in five years, I think people start utilizing this. So let me be an early investor and, and, and buy it on a cheap. Uh, you really need to believe in it. So, to, so to invest. you just brought up a point and, this is, I think, part of the terminology that confuses myself and I think confuses a lot of people, which is mm-hmm. everyone, you just want to bucket everything into a currency or into, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a cryptocurrency. But you keep mentioning token and I'm assuming you're saying that yeah. because it has a different value and that's the separation of a coin or a currency versus the use of blockchain technology to provide some sort of transaction transaction advantage yeah. or whatever is that is that a correct kind no, of separation I'll explain the difference yeah please, uh, please kind of i mean uh, yeah so uh, their tokens and coins are both cryptocurrencies all right so uh, let's take coin ethereum as an example you know yeah. uh, <laughs> a good Canadian, by the way. I got since since you've done that now, we're gonna have to yeah. say power to the Canadians. By the way, if you guys yeah, don't, Vitalik. if you don't, if you don't know, both me and Lays <laughs> are Canadians, and uh, Vitalik Buren Buren is that his name? Vitalik Buren, correct? Yeah. Uh, he went to Waterloo University before dropping out, and I went to Wilfrid Laurier, which is just up the street in Kitchener, Ontario. Great place, great school, great minds. Willow. 
You know what I mean? It, Shout out it, to Ulu. It, it produced it produced a master, and I had to bring it up again. <laughs> Here we go again. I, again. I, had to, I, had to bring it, I had to bring it up again. So uh, so yeah. So so I just want to say hi to my, all my Canadian friends. But yeah. So so. Yeah. Go for it. So he's, he's a genius. He's, I think he joined the university at 15 or something. Yeah, he wow. is. Some, Next, yeah, level. He's a genius. Next level. I interrupted you. Yeah. Sorry. So so please go, go no, ahead. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll take as a use case, let's take Ethereum. So Ethereum is a coin, not a token. Um, its utility is like money. You know, you can spend it and then, you know, everything. And it has several other utilities where I bring tokens. So the difference is tokens are built on top of the Ethereum blockchain. So we're kind of renting their server, you know, tokens are, so they pay Ethereum. They, they have a smart contract that their token has ABC function. All okay. right. So this token will be used to pay electricity bills. For example, uh, they will then write the smart contract and put it on the Ethereum blockchain. So when they design their platforms and, and tokens, there are certain uh, languages, solidity, there's different Ethereum languages. So it's not C++ or JavaScript. Uh, Ethereum has their own programming languages. Uh, so the tokens will write their, you know, design the token based on the Ethereum platform. And Is that so, across the board? Yeah, so, so, so is Ethereum the, the baseline foundation of all of these different tokens that you see? Is this what you're saying? Or, or are you just no, giving right. that example? Uh, 85%, I would say, or 80% oh, wow. of okay. tokens that exist. And there's over 5,000 tokens. Wow. So that's how Ethereum makes money. So if you design the token, uh, so you need the token based on the Ethereum blockchain. So they'll secure it for you. They'll send you the tokens. They'll do all that work. Uh, and you'll have to write it in their language. Uh, you'll pay them to upload the smart contracts. And it's not really cheap because oh. they, they will cater. They will take care of the token for you. Anybody can design it, do a token. We can sit down tomorrow and have a, you know, send your link token. So it's almost, it's almost like... <laughs> it's, it's that like easy. It. It's I that like easy. It. I like it's it. that easy. It's it's almost yeah. like certain currencies are pegged to the U.S. dollar. These tokens are pegged to the. Not really. No. Uh, no, no, tokens can be pegged on Bitcoin if you want. Uh, you choose, but I mean, it's designed to be on the Ethereum blockchain. Uh, it's using that, but it's not yeah. pegged. Yeah, it's yeah. using that platform. Yeah, but but exactly. if Ethereum goes up and down, these tokens are affected. No, no. shouldn't be. No, no, no. Yeah. They should. Okay. No, they're just using their foundation. Their language, their language, their, their, their technology. Their yeah, exactly. Yeah, so their blockchain, pretty much. Their blockchain. Okay. They're just using their blockchain. Yeah. E Ethereum is coming out 2.0. What what has changed? So what's the difference between the original version and where it is today? I know there's some efficiencies and whatever, yeah. but it would be good for us to understand on a, on a very basic level. I mean, based on speculation, there's nothing solid, solid that's out. I mean, a, a few things are out uh, that it's going to be, you know, it's going to be proof of stake, but uh, also it's going to be scalable. So I don't know how many megabytes a single block of Ethereum is, uh, but if I'm not mistaken, it's it's either eight or eleven, all right, megabytes. Okay. Uh, so that means once a full block is mined, uh, we move on to the next block, right? So the the possibility of making it a bit bigger, so it can handle more transactions, hence it could be cheaper as well. Mm -hmm. So there'll be less fees. You know, uh, okay. if I send you Ethereum, I'll have to pay a certain percentage to the miner now. Correct. But in the future, I'll be I'll be probably paying less uh, because this is good real estate, you know. But so yeah. it's going to be expensive. But if you increase it, I mean, uh, it's going to be cheaper. You know, what I mean, the less space, the more expensive because everybody wants to put their smart contract on or the validated transaction on the on the blockchain. So it's uh, it's it's going to be scalable. So and the way it's going to be scalable, let's say in ten years we need it. 
to be 12 megabytes or 6 megabytes, we can kind of change it around. Uh, I don't want to get into technical details, but initially the way you should do it is going through a soft fork or a hard fork, uh, okay. which is pretty much this blockchain is going this way. Then you link it down to this way because you need to change a few things. So it's kind of another 1.2 version 1.3 blockchain. It's the same blockchain, but the, the features are different. Um, and not a lot of people were happy with the transaction uh, transition sorry, between you know, how things took place when it converted to a, new, a newer blockchain. Okay. So now it's going to be very scalable um, and very naturally inspired. So there's more transaction. It'll, it will change in dimensions in a way, let's say, okay. uh, to cater for the need at the moment. So when they when uh, they call it when yeah. they call it Ethereum 2.0, it's not they're not changing that initial uh, currency. So I own no. Ethereum. That Ethereum is still Ethereum. Yeah. Nothing changes. It's just 2.0. Basically, Nothing. is the foundation. The way that the transactions yes. are done, the way that it's staked. That's what's changing, and that's why they're calling it 2.0. Yes, exactly. Uh, and Ethereum, like they come out different versions. So uh, we are on the latest version. Uh, Ion is on Ethereum uh, two two three. It's called. So it's a newer language. Uh, the gas fees are less. So you know you require gas. I send uh, with tokens. You require gas. So if I send you Ion tokens, I'll have to send you know a small amount of Ethereum as gas. Okay. For the miners, because I'm using the, the Ethereum miners, right? Correct. Uh, they're not going to take ION. They only they only take Ethereum. So I'll have to, you know, send Ethereum along with my ION if I want to send you that. So um, the, the gas fees will be less as well. Transaction fees will be less. Uh, there's so many. I don't want to really talk about it until I'm 100% sure, but nobody in the world literally knows exactly. Uh, you know what dates coming out and what features, yeah, because anything could be, could change. So finalized. So, so okay, from your humble opinion, again, don't want to put you on the spot, right? Yeah. If you had a thousand dollars today, would you invest today in cryptos? Which crypto, and or would you want to wait? Do you see some yeah. sort of event happening, and you think that's a good time? I know you should never time markets, but. But just as a basic advice for the average audience member to kind of direct them from your experience. Again, it's, it's uh, yeah. you know, uh, we'll put the disclaimer out. Faisal just knows 100%. what he knows. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, what, what would you recommend? Like, how, how would you how would you do? Uh, man, study, like dedicate 15 minutes a day. The, the way I would say is, of course, you'll need tools to forecast, right? Uh, a lot of people hate graphs and looking at graphs and last year and this year, it's, it's kind of annoying, right? Uh, especially if you're not in this field. Yeah. So uh, the, the way I'll do it is, again, CoinMarketCap, learn about a few tokens. Then there's another website called CoinMarketCal, as in calendar, C-A-L. Okay. All right. So it's an announcement page. So they will say uh, next month, this date, for example, Litecoin. Let's just pick an example of Litecoin. Litecoin will be burning 20% uh, of their tokens. So it's a burning event. So what happens? You're, you're cutting the supply by 20%. Uh, hence, Litecoin price will go up uh, because of demand. You're making so it more scarce. Earnings, yeah, you're making it more scarce. Yeah. Okay. So I, I'll look at uh, the way I'd forecast things is look at big events happening, like Ethereum 2.0 happening around July. Not sure, but just in case, I'll buy it now. A few months before, at a 200, hoping by end of the year, it could go up to you know times 10. Possibly, it's happened before. Uh, why wouldn't it happen again? Yeah. When it happened, it happened for no reason. It was just everybody was just excited and on board. Really. Um, yeah. At its peak, but, what? I mean, at, it's, at its peak, Ethereum reached what? Some three hundred, right? Three eighty, four hundred. No, one thousand three hundred and fifty. Wow. 
January thirteenth, wow. wow. one thousand three hundred fifty. I think I had, that's why that's I had owned at that time, and I think that's when it was showing me making like a hundred percent profitability. But like I said, me for me, yeah. I always uh, I'm very long term. I'm a big believer in just kind of holding, yeah. sitting. And then when you see opportunities to, 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 to buy in, right? And I, that's why I yeah, said, now yeah. I'm seeing it. At, I heard about the 2.0. I heard about yeah. this new proof of stake. So that's why I took a decision to invest a little bit more and kind of average out my prices, always look to reduce your average price. And I, I don't know. So so yeah. my feeling- so It's about news, really. Of course, yeah. it's about- It's about exciting news. Emotionally. And, and yeah, and, and sorry also to interrupt, so I can just- kind of close that that part of the topic. Um, yeah, so it's research, a uh, few websites, look at exciting announcements that are gonna come. Let's say, you know what, another big announcement is if you invested in a in a certain token and they say, we're gonna release our own private wallet, uh, that's news as well. So people tend to buy it because there is a specific wallet for you rather than using a third party wallet. Uh, it shows that the, the company is actually working on on things, you know, to support this token and stuff. So there, there's a lot of factors, of course, uh, and forecasting. I mean, with forecasting, you, you design your own formula that involves research, you know? Yeah. Uh, like I said, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, sorry, you were saying something. Yeah, no, no, I wasn't, I wasn't necessarily saying anything. I was just saying like, you know, from what I've heard from you, uh, if well, I'm to look at it, you're saying, Mm-hmm. You're saying what uh, for a thousand dollars? Sorry, that was yeah, exactly. So, so again, <laughs> yeah. I was I was gonna come back to that yeah. point because from what I've taken from it, you, yeah. I've heard one Ethereum is coming out with a new. Uh, I don't want to sound like I'm pitching Ethereum, right? But this is I'm just saying the way that I analyze. That's a good example. I, the way I analyze information coming in, right? So information coming yeah, in yeah. to me, there's a new version coming out. Um, it's priced at two hundred dollars, which seems to be a fair price. Uh, it seems to from what we've understood from Faisal, it supports 85%, let's say 70%, uh, we say of that, tokens. Uh, of tokens that are out there. Yeah. So it seems like it's here to stay. It's the second largest, isn't it, in terms of market cap? Yeah. Second definitely. largest in terms of ma- market cap. I- is that a good investment? You know, is, th- is that a for good- sure. For sure. For sure. Yes, like because, that. yeah, because uh, I mean, we have big news coming up soon. I mean, it, it's it's the time, you know. A lot of people said, "Oh, I missed Ethereum when it was two dollars," you know, back in the day. Yeah. So this is a, your your other chance. A lot of people say, "I missed Bitcoin." You, you know, I should have. I wish I could go back in time, 2010, and buy a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin back in the day. So this is another opportunity for the people who missed the train. Uh, but with the thousand dollars, back to that, uh, my advice is always, you know. Don't put your eggs all in one basket. Of course. Uh, thing. Of so course. Uh, diversify your portfolio. Uh, it's really important with crypto. So with a thousand dollars, I'll I'll buy let's say six hundred dollars worth of the big two, Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yeah. At this current moment, it's Ethereum. Uh, Bitcoin's kind of you know it's, it's up and yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll I'll buy I'll buy the two coins and I'll buy tokens. But the tokens need to have a story. Uh, a real utility and you need to see at what phase they are. So a lot of them, you know, start with ICOs, which was an issue and people got scared because they got scammed. A lot of ICOs were scammed, so to yeah. be honest. Uh, and, and that's why there's a new thing now called IEO, uh, which is an initial exchange offer. Yeah. So, sorry, sorry. Offer. I'm just, just going to, yeah, exactly. Just to kind of touch on that. So ICO yeah. is initial coin offering. So almost coin like on. an I- IPO. Right. So just to kind of clarify exactly. for the average person. Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, and you know how they work is like uh, buy it now and either you can buy it for cheaper than the valuation. Let's say the valuation is a dollar. But with ICOs, they can either they have an option to buy it at 80 cents or buy it for a dollar and get 15% extra tokens, let's say, okay. you know, uh, as a bonus or 20%. Uh, so a lot of people lost a lot of money. Projects never, you know, flourished. Yeah. Um, so with IEO, uh, it's you're not trusting the, the company or the token, uh, you know, or the token. Yeah, uh, you, you trust the exchange pretty much. So Binance, one of the biggest exchanges or... Uh, latoken.com they have IO projects listed there so you're trusting the exchange that the exchange the exchange does all the homework okay yeah I mean they'll validate everything they'll have a Skype interview with you I mean they did it with us at uh, Ion Uh, they'll make sure they'll need everything uh, all the information about you your LinkedIn hasn't been touched for a year there's a lot of requirements you know Um, so they they validate everything and they give you a score Uh, if you pass the score then they'll list your IO so you literally go to the exchange, uh, either buy the the, the, the token at an early stage with Ethereum or Bitcoin. So they almost act like yeah. the SEC, right? <laughs> They're almost Pretty like much. The, yeah. That's a that's a yeah the, the middle guys. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah, the Ion did really well uh, last year. You know, we were one of the top five IOs. So please, uh, please, last year. you know, yeah. we didn't give it enough space or enough time. Tell us. About Ion, right? Like, I want to understand what's the token, what space are you guys working in? Give it to us. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So uh, it's it's pretty much investments. Like I said, there's there's three types of uh, crowdfunding. One of them is we said reward based. One of them is charities, and the other is equity based. Uh, so you literally own equity. Uh, let's say if you want to open a, a, a restaurant, you'll need to you know put a deposit. We'll need to look at your uh, um, your history, pretty much. See if you qualify. How you've been doing for the last year? But you, you need funding, so you're willing to like go forty percent or thirty percent of your business. Yeah. So what we do is we take that business. Of course, after reviewing it and qualifying it, we put it on an app, just on the phone or uh, on, on on our website, uh, a platform soon to be launched called IonX. So okay. um, the wallet, yeah, our wallet is currently out on both Android and Apple. But the, the, the platform will be out very soon. Uh, we're just waiting for a few, you know, regulations uh, to legalize everything, which is soon. It's in the pipeline. So we'll have these businesses listed who are seeking funds. Mm. So if somebody like you, me, we can go on the app and say, maybe this business will flourish in, this, uh, in, the, in the future. Uh, let me invest. So the only way to invest is through ION tokens. So currently, I mean, with our IEO, uh, it was evaluated at one cent. Okay. Uh, a few months ago, we, we were we got you know we're live on exchanges at the moment on two exchanges. You can buy our own tokens, and uh, it's doing well. It's on uh, two cents twenty three, so doubled in a bit in a few months. Wow. Uh, yeah, we're really happy about it, and that's without the the the, the product is not out. It's not even launched. So there's yet. a lot of believers. Yeah. It's not even launched yet, but they, they've seen the progress we've done. I mean, we are we are listed pretty much everywhere. To be listed on CoinMarketCap, remember the website we're talking about? Yeah, yeah. They need to qualify. It's not anybody can put their tokens there. Uh, so we have to fill up a form, like no tomorrow, uh, wait a few weeks, and then, yeah, uh, we got approved. So that was a big problem. Well. Obviously, you guys have a website or a place where people can check on this, like to understand a little bit more. Sure, yeah. IonToken.com. So we'll we'll um, place yeah. that we'll place that at the bottom uh, on our YouTube channel. You'll see a link to their uh, 
to their token so you guys can get a little bit more information if you ever want to participate in it. Because I think it's, it's really interesting. Like, yeah. you know, if you have a business, you're looking to invest, especially in these challenging times, it's a different way to try to get that investment. Yeah, and we're looking for businesses who are looking for funds as well. I mean, if anybody really cool. wants to, you know, raise funds for a business or, you know, we're literally going to touch every single, uh, you know, uh, sector. So it could be real estate, uh, medical care environment. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, there's always a project for anyone to, to invest. I mean, cool. so yeah, we'll, we'll, if anybody's uh, looking to open up a, a business or a startup, has a startup and is looking for funds, um, drop us an email. Check it out at the bottom. Um, I think now, look, I just realized that we never did our Corona update, did we? Mm. No, we didn't. Kinda, we kind of just left that. We usually do. Where, where are we at now with the numbers? You know, and I think it's so important. As of today, which is... Today is May 16th. 16th yeah. We're at 4.6 million infected. Wow. And the uh, number of deaths is 309. 309,000. Because, uh, you know, yesterday, I'm just going to say something. I'm, I'm sorry, Faisal. I'm just going to go on my little bit no, COVID no. tangent for the day. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I keep... Guys, like I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you all the way in terms of opening up. I really feel you should, all of that. But when I keep hearing, uh, and this is my own personal opinion, guys, so don't confuse it with anything else. Master opinion. Yeah, from my, from my Masters yeah. of Health Policy from Imperial College with that Masters. But no, seriously, like when, when, when people are trying to say that and still trying to categorize it in a level of the, the flu, it's just wild. Like, come on, guys. Like, don't. You know, it just doesn't make sense. And I, and I was saying that I just was looking at some statistics and we're talking about the U.S. CDC records around influenza in, in 2018, 2019. 35 million people got infected with influenza. 35,000 people passed away. And now you're talking the U.S. numbers is about, what do we say, about 1.8 million, mm -hmm. I think, infected and about 85,000 deaths. And this is only in a couple of months. So please... Please, it's not if, like the flu. It's not like the flu. If that's what no. you think, it is not. You know what I mean? If you want to make an argument about opening up the economy, please do. But please keep that that information going out in a, in a sensible way. You know what I mean? I, I think it's really important that people constantly talk about this uh, in, in a realistic way. It just doesn't make sense. So, um, so I have to say that. Faisal, thank you so much for joining mm -hmm. us. Really, really appreciate it. it was really Thanks cool. for having me, man. It was awesome. Thank Thanks you, for guys. Me, guys. Yeah. yeah, thank you for for joining us on this episode of Stay in Your Lane. Uh, please subscribe, like the video. Uh, any sort of questions that you guys have, even if it's questions around the cryptos, please put it in. We'll get Faisal to respond. Uh, we'll get him sure, work, yeah. work, working for us as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, yeah, look look forward to the next one. Next show we have another really interesting person coming on. Heimo. Uh, who works in security. He's a former Austrian special forces, super interesting person. He's going to tell us how things have changed with the, with the COVID days and, and how corporates are kind of working around that. So look forward to seeing you guys again. Take care. See you, Faisal. See you, brother. See you guys. Thanks, Thanks for having me. me. Thank you. Bye.